0: the teaching this evening is taken from James chapter 1 between verses 4 to 25. Now there's a lot of information in James chapter 1. So even though it's spread out, I'm not focusing on all the content that is in James chapter 1 because James say a lot of things. So I'm going to try to touch on where James starts off in verse 5 when he says, asking faith, believing. So, I want to talk a little bit about that. When you pray, ask in faith, believing. The main focus of this season teaching, though, is evil is created by man. And James also touches on that. Evil is created by man. That's the main gist of it. And then James talked to us about doers of the word. We must be doers of the word. So, those three items I'm going to look at. When you pray, ask in faith, believing and in subject this season where evil is created by man and then we're going to talk about doers of the word james talk about doers of the word and we see that in james 1 and 22. all right so i'm looking for four readers and the first reader is going to be james 1 verses 46. the second is james 1 13 to 16, the third is James 1, 17 to 21, and the fourth is James 1, to 25. This evening, as I said, the focus is on, evil is created by man. We're looking at what James had to say in verses 4 to 25 we wouldn't be covering all the aspects, but we'll be touching on some of the key points because James said a lot. All right. Amen. 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 I wanted to start with today's letter. Just a little reminder. Today's letter says that block emotions, hinder the currents of life. That's the title. Block emotions, hinder the currents of life. And it's, talking, the scripture is taken from 1 Thessalonians 5 and 19 and it says quench not the spirit quench not the spirit and the letter reads today's scripture tells us to quench not the spirit, meaning we are not to be ashamed of our trust in God nor are we to deny the inner light that lights every man's motives spiritual emotion is common to all people and is one of the ways through which the spirit works. When the emotion is blocked, it hinders the currents of life that flow in and the result is stagnation. In psychology, it is stated that congested emotions are disastrous to health. If this is true of the physical emotion, how much more must be true of those higher emotions which are altogether spiritual. What is true on one plane is true on all. If physical emotions, unexpressed, can congest the subjective thought producing mental and physical confusion, and they can, it follows that unexpressed spiritual emotion can congest the soul and hinder a more complete flow of life through the individual. By spiritual emotions, I'm referring to love, hope, joy, forgiveness, compassion, trust, gratitude, and wonderment. If an artist suppress all spiritual emotion, he would never be a great artist. In the art, the emotion is called temperament. In eloquence, it is called inspiration. And in purely spiritual things, it is called illumination. Somewhere the soul must stand naked to the truth if it is to receive it in all its fullness. There must be an outlet as well as an inlet if there is to be a continual flow. So that's the letter that today's letter that Pastor Boyce sent out. I just wanted to bring you up to speed on that. Okay, so we will start with the first reader James one, four to six.
1: But let patience have her perfect work, that he may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that give it to all men liberally, and upbraid it not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith nothing wavering for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed the word of the Lord
0: praise be to God next reader
1: James 1 verse 13 to 16
0: let no man say when
1: he is tempted I am tempted of God for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither
0: tempteth he any man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then
1: when lust are conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth
0: death. Do not Harry, my beloved brethren, the word of the Lord. Praise be to God. Next reader, James chapter one, verses seventeen to twenty-one.
1: Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Of His own will He brought us forth by the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first-fruits of His creatures. So then, my beloved brethren, Let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your soul.
0: Praise be to God. Next read them.
1: James 1, verse 22 to 25. But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man
0: shall be blessed in his deed. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We start off in... James 1 verse 4 and in verse 5 James is saying if we lack wisdom we are to come to the source of all knowledge and we shall receive it now I know I've I've said this before but I'm using it as a preamble into evil is created by man so if we lack wisdom if any of us lack wisdom in anything at all we are to come to the source of all knowledge and we shall receive it. But how do we ask? How do we ask for this wisdom? We ask in faith, believing. Ask in faith, believing. No, we, we, somewhere along the line, we were taught that you must ask for things and stuff. But that's not what James is saying here. Never mind the stuff, those stuffs are effects. Don't, don't even bother to ask for effects. James is saying here, if we lack wisdom on anything, if we lack wisdom, we have to come to the source of all knowledge and we shall receive it. But how do we ask? Same principle, we ask in faith, believing. A double-minded man gets nowhere. How true this is. God can give us only what we take. God can give us only what we take and since the taking is a mental act, we can take only what we believe we already have. You hear me somebody? I want you to take this deeper than the superficial understanding we had before. Ask for the wisdom and rest assured, know that you will get it. And once you know that it will, you will get it, because you know if you will get it, you will then see it because you believe you will get it. God can only give us what we take and since the taking is mental, we can take only what we believe we already have. This is in accord with the teachings of Jesus that when we pray, we must believe we already have the answer to our prayers. You must rest assured and know that you will see it in the experience. Anything that is not of faith is sin or a mistake. As we are another passage of, of this book of wisdom faith in God and in ourselves should be consciously generated, we should be conscious of it, it should be consciously generated all trouble comes from disbelief all troubles comes from disbelief, disbelief in the universe. Then it's followed by wrong acts. So it starts off with disbelief, and then it's followed by wrong acts, which are the result of disbelief and ignorance of the law of good, which is the law of liberty. This is what James is saying. The lesson is simple enough. When we ask for anything, We are to believe that we have it. But we are to ask for that which is in unity with life. This unity includes health, happiness, and success. These are native to the atmosphere of God and to the atmosphere of the inner man, which is Christ. Let us dislodge, get rid of, let us dislodge doubt and unbelief and trust implicitly in good I know it will take some chipping away but even the so called things that doesn't look like if it's to your benefit ask God for the wisdom so you could see it in a different light in a manner which it should be seen Eva is created by man now when we this is what all James 1 and 13 is about very emphatically the writer James who write this chapter and James the writer of this this book of James tells us that God never tempts any man God never tempts any man he says that God cannot be tempted and that all temptation is from our own minds it could not be stated more plainly evil is man created while God the eternal goodness knows nothing about it I know plenty people like to say that God knows this and God knows that but if you could understand that inside of you is an indwelling Christ inside of you is an, an element that is perfect that is not a blemish on it. That is not a stain on it. And there's no God cannot know ill. If God know ill, he will be he will have ill in him. Evil is man created. While God, the internal goodness, knows nothing about it. He is too pure to behold evil and cannot look upon it. Evil is the direct and suppositional opposite to good and has no reality behind it or actual law to come to support it. God tempts no man. God tempts no man. It is a mistake to say that God tries us to see if we are fit to enter the kingdom of heaven. God tries no man. Hear me, somebody. God tries no man. We make our own mistakes, suffer from our own foolishness, and we must also make our own return journey into righteousness. God was, is, and will remain the essence of life, truth, and purity. Let us enter this essence in belief and be free from our unbelief and human mistakes. All goodness and good gift cometh from the Father of Light. Darkness have no father, but is an illegitimate child of superstition and unbelief having no parentage in truth, having no parentage in Christ, having no parentage in reality the universe is not divided against itself Jesus said a house divided against itself cannot stand there is no shadow of turning in the truth it is just that it is And there can be nothing either added to or taken from it. It is one and never two. We enter the one through a consciousness of unity with it. I know this is a shift from a lot of your thinking. Because we like to think that, we we like to think that, God knows and God get us out of this trouble and God this and and we, we do we say all these things but let me see if I could give you a, a, a simplistic view yes. God is your source. it's an energy source. That lights everything. That is, a, he's the essence, is the fabric that woves itself through everything. It's an energy source. Our thoughts. So you have this spirit, this indwelling Christ, this divine truth. I said we are like a drop in the ocean yes but we're still part of the ocean we have this 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 truth it's internal and also external it's inside of us and also outside of us this truth but we connect with it through our inner self through within ourselves we don't connect with it outside we connect with it inside of ourselves because we are part of this we are part of this universal whole So we have this beautiful spirit, but we also have a law, a law and a soul and the law says that whatever you think comes back to you. That is why Philippians 4 And they tell you, think on these things which are good, think on these things which are pure. Because you cannot control the form that is coming back. You you don't know, all you know, if you think good, good will come. If you think bad, bad will come. You don't know the form, you can't control the form or the manner. You can't control that, but you could rest assured to know if you're productive and if you're constructive and if you're lifting people up, and you could rest assured goodness and truth will come into your life and you will experience that. So if your thoughts are good, you're working and you're helping people along the way, you're doing what you're supposed to do, and you see something that ain't kosher. That ain't jiving. Ask. This is what James is saying. Ask for the wisdom. Ask him. What is the meaning of this? I don't understand. But don't let your experience draw an interpretation that may lead you to superstition and negativity. You know you're good. You know your hands are clean. You know you have clean hands have nothing to worry about and if your hands are clean then clean it clean it but if you see something that's showing up that you you put in a different meaning to it you don't know what it ask if we lack wisdom we have to ask we have to come to the source of all knowledge come to the source and we shall receive it. And then James telling you how to ask, he said, ask and faith in faith, believing. Because a double minded person just said a double minded man gets nowhere. God can give us only what we take. And how do you take? You take through what you believe you already have. Your Father he's not going to deny you anything. So when you, when you ask for wisdom, believe that it's coming. Believe that you have it. And you will see it. Now James went on to say that we must be doers of the word and not hearers only. He said, be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own self. Because when you only hear the word and you're not taking any action, you're deceiving yourself. He said, this should teach us not to make idle talk about our understanding. What we know, we can do. Give me somebody, what we know we can do. What we cannot do, we only suppose. We only think we know unused knowledge is suppositional and unreal. It is an assumption and as such never producing anything.
1: Not everyone who say Lord,
0: Lord but those who do the will of truth enter in Don't worry about these braggers who brag, they have this and they have that. Or they have that degree and they have this master's degree and they have this and they have that and they're doing zip with it. But we deceive ourselves when we boast about our understanding and are unable to prove that we possess any. silent conviction is worth more than the loudest proclamations from the housetops of those who shout affirmations to the great nowhere. You could lament how much you want and you could go into all kind of affirmations and you could do all kind of something. An ounce of conviction is worth many pounds of affirmation. One ounce of conviction is worth many pounds of affirmation. Pure religion manifests itself through acts of kindness and mercy. It is not arrogant claiming a front seat in heaven but is humble before the great whole. It unifies with all humanity and find no great difference between saint and sinner. No difference. Such a religion as this, the world of the day needs, for it is sick of pretense I would like a practical demonstration of a belief in God made manifest through good works. I am not going to take you any further in James here tonight. I want you to focus on what I said and see if this makes some kind of sense to you. All goodness and every good gift comes from the Father of light. Darkness has no father, but is an illegitimate child of superstition and unbelief, having no parentage in Christ. In reality, the universe is not divided against itself. Jesus said, a house divided cannot stand. There is no shadow of turning in the truth. It is just what it is. And there can be nothing either added or taken away. It is one and can never be two. We enter the one, to a consciousness of unity with it. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you.